Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Herd Fit Podcast with Dr. Sam Ree and myself, Coach David Syverson. This podcast is aimed at helping anyone and everyone looking to enhance their healthy lifestyle through fitness, nutrition, and most importantly, mindset. All right. Welcome back to the Herd Fit Podcast special edition. We are going to review CrossFit Open Workout number 22.1. We have two special guests here. Well, I guess Sam's not a special guest. Yeah, why is Kayla's microphone so well, high? We're trying to get it close. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to, I don't, it, was, it was hiding her face. Special guest here, athlete who just completed the workout, Kayla. Kayla G, what's up? Not that much. I'm still coming down from the workout. Yeah, so we, we can actually hear each other in these uh, these headphones, and I, all I hear is... <laughs> I, I just hear Sam. I don't know about it. <laughs> These guys ended the workout about 20 minutes ago, and they both crush it. And we're going to talk about the workout a little bit. Just we'll go over some standard stuff from my perspective, coaching. But also what's more important is these guys just did it. By the time we get this out there, a lot of you guys are going to be doing the workout either that day or within a couple of days. And hopefully this can help you out a little bit. So 22.1, very simple workout. You have a 15-minute and wrap 1-5. Right? You have three wall walks, 12 snatches. Alternating 50 pounds for the guys, 35 for the ladies, and then 15 box jump overs. All right, where you have to step off the box every single rep. And that's like a new element, new twist on the box jump. The box jump has been the box has been involved in the open several times. Just if anyone's curious why that's the case, it's probably safety based. There has back in the old days, a lot of people had serious Achilles issues from box jump overs because a lot of athletes did something called rebounding. Basically, you jump off the box, onto the ground, and like in springy type fashion, you jump back up onto the box. And some people can get away with it, most cannot, but most still do it. <laughs> so that's why that standard was. Real quick before we get specific, Kayla, what is a quick summary of what your thoughts on that workout were? I think it was like a workout that you would program for the gym. Okay. Like <laughs> as soon as I like saw it, Molly was texting us. And I was like, this is a Dave Cyrus. Have we done this workout? That's exactly what I thought. We did just do a workout. With the wall walks, the last bison, the open prep workout had three wall walks. In yeah, it, right? last yeah. Friday. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, not like it was going to be easy. It was not easy at all. But I was like, we're going to be used to yeah. this kind of stress and the like motions of going through it when you can rest, when you can't, like mm -hmm. just the whole strategy of it all. Cool. Sam? Yeah. I, it was something that I felt we've done before. That kind of feel. Mm. It, it is a low skill workout. It's mm -hmm. a mental grind. And it's one that you have to go in thinking of a strategy of a pace yeah and if you stick to a pace you will do okay if you yeah. go out hot like a lot of people do you're gonna crash and burn yeah so we should trade some thoughts on just a strategy overall approach on the workout so i think macro level first just like in terms of like your pace. we can get into each movement too but i think this is everyone should know that this is really a conditioning test yeah. this is like a you're not moving a lot of load, okay? It's the equivalent of basically an empty barbell in terms of what you're moving. Yes, you're only using one arm, but again, you're not moving a lot of weight in general. You're not doing anything really super high skill. There's some skill in the wall walk. And then the box jump over, there is no skill. There, yes, the whole twist around and step off the box, the 180, I think that might save five seconds per round. And I don't really want to classify that as a high skill movement. So it's low skill, it's low load, it's long though. All right. The average open workout is about 12 minutes long. So it's three minutes longer than that, which is 25% more. That's a decent chunk of time. So you do have to budget that into how fast you try to go early on. And the biggest advice I'll give anyone on this, and then you guys give some feedback on it, is you will get zero points for doing your first round fast. You get zero points for doing your second round fast. And if you go too fast, it can ruin the rest of the workout. What are you I Normally, I'm notorious for 
going at it like right from yeah. the get-go especially when there's like dumbbell snatches i'm like and i knew that the dumbbell snatches for this was a not a rest part for me but a part where i know that i can gain my emotion back and everything yep but molly said to me she looked at me she was judging me she's like don't go hard she's like i'm gonna slow you down i was like all right all right and i think for me that helped like going at a nice pace my muscle fatigue like my shoulders didn't fatigue as quickly as they normally would with the wall walks but they did eventually at the end yeah, okay but and even the box jumps i was telling susan i was like for me box jumps normally especially when you have to extend all the way up that's where i start to get like really like hands on my knees everything yeah. but th those were good to pace nice and i think around i want to say like minute five that was the i looked out for the first time and normally I'm like looking at the clock. Oh my God, when is this going to be on? <laughs> yeah. But around minute five, I was like, okay. And then the next thing I knew, it was minute nine. I was like, all right, like I'm at that good pace where I don't have to necessarily keep my eye on the clock because my body's not like hitting yeah. the red line. So you kept it together. Yeah. And then down. minute nine, I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then like at the end, it gets nasty for everybody. Mm -hmm. Like that, that's what, all right, Sam, what do you think? Did you have a plan? What's up? Yeah. You know, you gave some strategy on yep. next level, which yep. was super helpful because you said to think of the wall walk and the dumbbell snatches as a as half of around around which it it's 15 reps it's half the round yep and then the 15 box jump overs as another half of the round and the issue is is a lot of people are not going to know how fast should each round go for me i came early i did a round or two and it felt awkward and it was around 2 minutes uh, a little less and so i s talked to you and we were shooting around, well, maybe two minutes around, maybe a little faster, see where you go with that. And so when I first started, that's exactly what sort of happened. I did three wall walks, under 30, 12 dumbbell snatches, uh, got to about a minute, and then 15 box jump overs. And that took me maybe 45-ish seconds for my wow. first round. Okay. And so I was finished around a 145, and I was like, whoa, that's a little hot, because yep. we were shooting for two, round, uh, yep. two minutes. Two minutes per year. And then I kept going around that mm -hmm. um took a couple seconds break in between each movement to space myself out to two minutes and i was able to maintain that and not feel winded until um and then i got it to about 10 once i got to 10 minutes and i was maintaining that pace i knew and this was the strategy you, you said if you can get to 10 11 minutes without redlining you know you can go downhill at right, that point. And right. that's exactly how I felt. Awesome. I felt really good at good. 10 and 11 minutes. I said, I can now, you know, I did my take off the shirt and start like feeling strong. <laughs> I mean, the, the like, camera happened to be right next to it. And because I was like, yeah, I that's why this. you ripped it actually. <laughs> I, that way, I, I, hulked, sure. I, I hulked out of it. And then for the last three, four minutes, I just started going yeah. uh, really hard. Yeah. And it, hard at that point is, is basically the same pace you've been maintaining. Right, right. It's not like you're going to go that much faster. Right. But, but that was the mental grind of it all. That was yeah. the mental grind. I was like, okay, I can go downhill from here and then I can finish strong. And that's exactly how I felt with it. You guys both just sound like very, and it's true, you guys are both like seasoned veterans in, in CrossFit with the Open or just because these thoughts, like if we had this discussion five years ago after an Open workout, there would be no, yeah, like I paced it, I stayed smooth, I look at the clock, I felt okay. Oh, I could have went faster at the end. That's, that's a sign of someone that's, all right, I've been down that road before of just going way too hot. And I think the biggest reason why, I don't think it's always score-based why you want to pace. I do think in the end it could make you get a little bit more reps. But it's also, you don't want the workout to be miserable. That's really like one, one of the things. And we, we talk about that in training more than competing. And this is technically competing. 
But I think a big goal for a lot of people doing a workout that is engine-based is to get to that final third of the workout. So your first third's five minutes, your second third's until the 10 minutes. Can you go, if I went up to you at the 10 minute mark and said, yo, you have to go faster. Like it's, you have to start, you should be able to. And I think if you have that mindset in a workout like this, you'll probably do, do just as well, if not better, but you'll feel safer too, because you're not going to be in shambles doing box jump overs and snatches, but you're going to enjoy it. I think the old school way of CrossFit like eight years ago was do that first round in a minute, do the second round in a minute, and then just peel yourself off the ground for the rest of the workout. It's not fun. It's not a fun way to work out. So I think you guys did both did a really good job with that. Let's go into just each movement little by little. Okay, let's start off with the wall walks. Last year, they came in the open. They came out of nowhere. And we we have done them before, but no, we didn't train them. We were very unprepared for that. Bad coaching and programming. All right. But we did them a lot this year. Did you feel any contrast, you know, this year as opposed to last year doing them the first time? Totally. I actually thought that while yeah. I was doing it. I was like, I was like <laughs> because what was the, we went up by threes last yeah, year, right? Uh, yeah. It was and a weird rest game, but it, it, it got really aggressive it, at the end. I remember being like, okay, I can do, like last year I was like dying at them, but yeah. I was like, I can do three. Like, yeah. Three is good. But, like you did program them more. And I think also we just did the, a lot of those handstand pushups. Yeah. Uh, that whole like. Uh, yeah, you guys are just strong upside down. Yeah. Like I definitely feel stronger, like in my shoulders, good. which was great, but. It definitely felt so much different than last year. And I felt more confident in my wall walks. Even I take small little steps. I'm yeah. not one of the I'm, big steppers. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a big stepper just because I'm next year, but it felt so much better. And I didn't fatigue as much as I did last year when I would do like three at a time. Yeah. I right. think the only other time I did wall walks prior to last year was like the, the 12 days of Christmas workout. Yeah. And yeah. Like, Every now and then we threw them in, like, it was just one. Yeah. Yeah. And like the fact that we, did it i think so many more people are going to be prepared this year yeah for the awesome walks. sam yeah i agree yeah we haven't done too many walks but when we did it i did have a little ptsd from the previous workout in the <laughs> open but only three makes it so much mentally yeah. easier yeah i watched the open workout with velner and brandon and chadburn and those guys and they do one two three four and then they are already up on the wall. So they only take four steps with their arms mm -hmm. and then they go one all the way down to the tape. Yeah. Two. Yeah. I couldn't, I, I can't do that. Yeah, that's fine. And so I did one, two, three, four, five, six, mm -hmm. one, two, three, four. Back. So are you actually counting during, or are you just like, Hey, that's my rhythm. That's I was counting. So okay. I said, I want to try to get by six Got to it. the, to the near tape Got it. and then four to the far tape. And it worked for the most. And, and it worked. Sometimes I had to shuffle a little bit on yeah. the, um, on the near tape, yeah. but it generally worked. And because we had practice, you know, there's a skill to touching the tape and then letting your feet come right down, mm -hmm. right at that second and not dropping the feet too quick. And, um, I had it. I was like, oh, I still have this. Yeah. Uh, even though we haven't done it too often. The new standard, the 60 and the 55, I was a little worried about. Yep. Because I'm short, I'm like five, 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 six, maybe. Yep. And then, but it, it wasn't really that much of a difference. Yeah. So yeah, just looked into the standards yet. Last year, you would lay on the ground with your feet on the wall and you would put the tape underneath your shoulder. That's where your hands had to start and end. Now they just have a uniform guy, 60 inches, ladies, 55. So Technically, yes, the shorter you are, that you get there's a slight disadvantage there. But, you know, I, I think that they even said it on the broadcast. They tested this out with shorter athletes, taller athletes, and it really didn't make too much of a difference. So don't let that bother you a little bit. It, it's gonna throw you off for a little bit, but I, 
I also don't think the wall walks are a huge part of the workout. It's part of it, but I don't think it's a huge. It's a quarter of it, like yeah. you said. Cool. Yeah, you guys did really well on them. And you look stable too. A lot of us just look like dead fish at some point in that <laughs> workout. Like this, like we actually look like athletes. And like we did say it's a low skill workout, but we also say this throughout the year a lot. Everything you do in CrossFit is a skill. I didn't say no skill. I said low skill compared to everything else. And just doing things over the course of the year, that alone, everyone should feel a bit more confident going into these. A, the volume, and B, you're, it, you've developed the skill that's developed. Next part, dumbbell snatch. Not a huge part of the workout. I do have a couple thoughts on it, but I want to get your thoughts. Kayla, dumbbell snatch, you destroy them. You probably could have used the 50-pound dumbbell if you wanted to <laughs> and just scored a bit the same. I think my whole thing with dumbbell snatches is you getting into the rhythm. Like yeah. you always, you were just talking about getting into the rhythm of the handstand, uh, the wall walks. Like me, my, I totally understand the rhythm. I understand yeah. the rhythm, but you know what I mean. Right. But like to me, it's where you transition. I love to transition as it's coming down my, in front of me, but some people might feel like they can transition quicker at the bottom. And I think finding that before you even do that, like being comfortable with it will help so much more. Again, like I said earlier, it was just, that's where I kind of got my rest a little bit. But for people who like, that will be the struggle a little bit more. I think that, you know. Is it a big deal if someone's got to break them up? No, I don't think so. I don't yeah. think so at all. Because yeah. you're going to break up something. Yeah. Like, if that's going to be where you're going to break up, that's where you're going to be right. break up. Like, you're not going to then break up the box jumps. Right. You can so. build in, like, a breathing rest. At the yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sam. I think if you are one of those guys, Tim Rao right. did it today, and he said... He was, he's strong enough yeah. that he usually arms it. Yeah. And by round five, he got pretty tired. Yeah. I tend to have to use my legs and hips and really pull it up. Yep. And I was able to go unbroken for the entire workout. Okay. I think if you have a good rhythm and you can do them unbroken, it's 12. And if you can mentally think, I'll just take my rest after that. Right. I think you'll go faster. Yeah. I I didn't want to take my rest during the dumbbell snatches. I wanted to do them at a slow, not a fast pace, but at a reasonable pace. And then it's a different movement, the box jumps. So I could actually do them even if I was a little tired mm -hmm. and then just start yeah. on the boxes. So with the dumbbell snatch, there's a few different ways you can do it and you know how you're built and how you're, what your back and handles part of your decision making process here but the legs are going to get heavy on the box jumps for over for everybody at some point yeah all right we'll talk about those next so if that's you like if you don't have great leg stamina i would try to hinge more meaning don't bend your knee as much going towards the ground and, and i don't want to say round your back but you would be using more back from that position if you feel like you can handle it i think that's a better way to go but if your back is vulnerable to get it acts up after a little bit of pulling from the ground then you are going to have to do that kind of half squat, send the hips towards the ground type thing. Last two rounds, I just backed it because yeah. my legs were shot at the yeah. point. I'm backing the whole thing. <laughs> I was holding on for dear life my yeah. last round. I, I finished my wall walks. Like, yeah. like There was like 10 seconds left. Molly's like, God, tell it, tell it. and I was like, and I literally just, I, I don't even think I used any part of my leg. Yeah. <laughs> just get it over my head. Yeah, I think really the only reason to break that up would be if you feel like you're having a hard time catching it and like you're just spending more time with it above your head, then yeah, that's going to fatigue the shoulder. But if you can find a flow, like the second you feel that thing lock out, bring that thing right down. But yeah. All right. Awesome. Last thing of uh, the box jump overs. I do. I said it before the workout, I didn't do it. So it was just a guess. I thought that was a huge part of the workout just because it's the most reps. And if that ever becomes a high effort movement, like you really got to concentrate and jump hard, that's going to, you know, really take a lot of the wind out of the sail. What do you think? 
I mean, for me, I have that's the most thing I have to concentrate, like yeah. the most movement. Yeah. Because I always trip and ball. Yeah. But I think the fact that we didn't have to stand all the way up. Yeah. I, I like to do lateral. I was seeing I was looking around, like I know Marissa next to me and I think Tim even, they were doing it. They weren't doing it lateral. They were right. going like straight, straight over. Left, yeah. And for me, I was like, ah, it's just more comfortable. No, just in terms of like, that is, that's a huge part of the work yeah. that you have to concentrate on it. Like how you transition, like if you're going to go quickly when you're stepping off the box. like That's something you should foot. practice before the workout. Yeah. yeah. If you're tra- uh, go, stepping down with your left foot first and your right foot all the time, like you're, you're not going to be able to do that right. the entire workout. Right, right. Decide where you're going to switch that up. Yep. Yeah, what did you do? Good point. I went lateral. So my... I am not a good box jumper. I'm, like 24 inches is almost my inseam. So <laughs> I have to, that's your ways for normal people. <laughs> so I have to jump. And, but for me, this wasn't actually as bad as normal box jumps. I, I will agree. say that. I agree. I felt like I could get a good rhythm. I would jump. I wouldn't stand all the way up. I kept flexed, which is actually hard on your quads. For yes. some people, it's going to be tough. Yeah. yeah. So I would jump lateral right side down first and then jump again left leg down the other direction. And I would just keep doing that. And I found a flow. What really got me tired was your quads just start taking a beating. Yeah, You can go faster on the box jumps if you want, because that's the time, that's the movement if it's 15. So there's a lot of them. Mm. If you went faster on them, you could make up time, but your heart rate, I think will get jacked if you do that. Yeah, I agree. I think for me with the box jumps, with those Staying low helped me, but I it, when I went too fast, my heart rate jacked up so much where I did around the 10th rep every single time I had, to, not every time, like the third round in, I was like, take a breather. Okay. But it was the box jumps, I agree. Normally in a workout, I'm like sitting there, like, oh my God, these box jumps. <laughs> but then this workout was, yeah, it was so much better. If, it's like a rhythm workout. It yeah. is a rhythm workout. Yeah. But if you got a motor and you want to make up time, You'll make it, you can make it up on the box jump. Yeah. Totally. I'm thinking about athletes like who are going to crush it, right? Like with this, like, yeah. Just go. Yeah. No, I, I think well, what, what kind of, what kind of athlete destroys this kind of workout? Like, obviously, yes, good engine, but is it like, is it the jumper? Is it the gymnast? What do you guys think? Just random guess. There's no right answer. I feel like if the reps with the wall walks went up, it would be a gymnast. Okay. But I think that it is just like an engine, like a gritty athlete yeah. is going to be able to, we keep saying it's a mental yeah. aspect. My, yeah. Your mind game's got to be on. Yeah. yeah. You have to have a motor for sure. If you don't have that capacity, you're not yeah. going to do well. And then you have to be disciplined to hold to that pace the whole time, yeah. like a super disciplined yeah. motor person. Yeah. And I'll even say, Sam was saying that he thought he went too hot because he was aiming for two minutes around. He was 145. It doesn't need to be eight, your round took two minutes. What it could be is you start a new round every two minutes. So it could be like, all right, I'm a little quick right now. I'm in at 45, like I'll rest 10 seconds before I start up again, or you know, I'll go right to my wall walks. It's so if you guys just real quick, if you want to write this down, I'll be quick with it. If you want 10 rounds, you got to be a minute 30 per. If you want nine rounds, you got to be a minute 40 per. If you want eight rounds, 152 per. That would beat both Sam and Kayla. If you want seven rounds, that'd be 208 per. If you want six rounds, 230. Five rounds, three minutes, four rounds, 345. All right. So that that can give you a guide in terms of like how often should you start a new round. And then if you want to be more detailed, then you just start breaking down movement by movement how long you want to spend that station. It is a complimentary workout, meaning while you're doing a movement, you your muscles that you need for the next movement are essentially resting. All right. So if, while I'm doing all these box jumps, your shoulders aren't doing anything. That's the, that's what's going to get used the most 
on the wall walk. While you're doing these annoying wall walk, your low back and your hamstrings aren't doing much. So that, and that's really what's going to be used most on the snatch. While I'm doing my dumbbell snatches, what's not being used are my calves and quads. So like, just keep that in mind. The workout is designed that you could be able to move through it the whole time, unless of course the breathing becomes the main issue. And that's what the test is. I think it's a breathing issue. And I think athletes that are a little lighter that can move a little bit of weight with comfort have a huge advantage in this workout. What do you think the top score at our gym is going to be like around? I, I, I agree, Sam. I do think someone can break 10, but I think it's going to be between nine and 10. I'll say so that's how what many I reps is that like 275, uh, 10, or 10, 10 rounds is 300. Yeah. yeah. So Heidi got Heidi. She crushed the uh, scale workout. She did a really good job. She got 270 reps. That was nine rounds. That's great. And uh, yeah. And just a quick note on the scaled guys. If you're doing the scaled wall walks, it is a little tricky with the lines if you're short. But, you know, I, I saw a few people experiment with it before the workout where your whole hand has to be in front of the line. Then you have to get behind. And they're all like, this is way too hard. And then five reps in, they were fine. Yeah. It, I, and Heidi was one of those people. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. She was like concerned. freaking out. She was like freaking literally starting <laughs> to freak out. When, she, when we, we said, oh, yeah, your whole hand's got to be in front of the front line. And she was like, crap. And then she crushed it, you know, 270 reps. She annihilated the workout. And remember, the wall walks are not a huge part of the workout. Any close, what do you guys think? What would be the top scores in the gym? I mean, I would think around that. Like, I think someone might be able to break 10. Okay. Like, I, I could see. Bring it to the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I feel like it's just one of those things where you, I could totally see someone like going completely out of their minds. And yeah. You're going to go, you're gonna have to go dark if you uh, want 10. Yes. I would like to see you and Matt Malone's final score. Matt and, Malone. Are you kidding? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> I think, uh, and also, I mean, obviously Nicole, his uh, wife. Yeah. Like those guys, they got motor plus, plus, plus. Yep. And I, and you yeah, know, even gonna... a Kevin Ur Yurchek will do great on it. Yep. And he's a totally different body type than Matt Malone. Yep. But it's, but what they all have, it, and you too, is motor capacity mm -hmm. and discipline right you can be short you can be tall you can be bulky you could be thin but if you have a motor and you have discipline you could you could get there yeah all right guys thanks for coming on Kay. thanks for right. having yeah. me Look, awesome. thank you. i'll see you tomorrow thank Ooh. you thank you everybody for taking the time out of your day to listen to the herd fit podcast be on the lookout for next week's episode